Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello and welcome to episode 156, How to Process the Emotions You Absorb from Others. Before we get into this episode, I want to remind you of exciting news. Tony is taking five more empath entrepreneurs on his one-on-one coaching journey. If you want more info, go to TonyCMitchell.com. So in this episode, we are talking all about what comes up when you start to feel that negativity, that insecurity coming directly at you when it comes to feeling other people's emotions. And we give personal examples of how this can come through. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about how to process the emotions that you absorb from others. And we felt like this was a really important topic because this is something that happens whether we like it or not. Yes, it's something that us in past we do naturally. It's mm-hmm. like we came here on planet Earth to do this. We're like the mm-hmm. frequency holders to where we came here. We naturally absorb a lot of negative emotions easily, like a sponge. Yeah. And also when you walk into a room and you feel like this high vibe, if you walk into a basketball game or a concert, you also have absorbed that too. Yes. And I'm thinking about the retreat. We bring up the retreat a lot because I feel like it's a perfect example when people walk in and they feel that energy of just peace and this awakened feeling. So it can happen both ways, but I think the negativity, as humans, we get stuck on the negativity mm-hmm. more so than the positivity. We're like, yeah, like we're in this moment of feeling the love and and feeling excited but when it comes to the negativity it kind of brings you to your mind and the thoughts start to unravel in a negative vortex it's very true so i feel like that's a big thing and you know we both work with entrepreneurs and this is the common theme that comes up i know with mediums a lot of the things that come up is you know i'm putting myself out there and i'm feeling the negativity that's coming back at me like I'm feeling self-conscious and then I feel other people don't believe in what I'm doing. That's a very common thing when you're going through this journey. Exactly, because we're already, most of us are already programmed internally to where we're doubting ourselves already. So it's like yeah. all day long, you have that inner critic that's coming in and saying, wait, you're not good enough to do that. Or who are you to do this? It's not gonna work. And so it takes a daily practice to just put that down and push that out of the way. And then when we have other people sending us the negative energy, it's easily, like you said, it's easy for us to tune into that energy and it becomes another roadblock that gets in our way. Exactly. And I feel like when I was at the beginning of my journey, um, I was so focused on what other people thought (laughs) that it really got in my way. And luckily I had you talking talking to me, talking me off the ledge because I really wanted to kind of go back into my shell and not be visible. And I feel like that's a big thing that can happen. But when you start to focus on your why and you start to focus on who you're serving if you are an entrepreneur or if you're in a different situation, whether you're not a business owner but you're just living your life, if you're focused on what you want to do in that moment, your intention for that day, or that intention when you go into a house, that you're going to a party, 
If you focus on that, you're gonna stay laser focused on that instead of focusing on the noise around you that might not be so positive. Exactly, and it's not like we just do this one time and we, we find our why and we're like, oh, no more negativity comes in. This is like a daily practice that yeah. I figured out that in my life and in my clients' lives, it's something that we must do every single day, process these emotions, tap into our why of why we're even doing what we're doing. Because like mm -hmm. you said, once we figure that out, why, like who are we helping? Yeah. Why are we showing up? Is it so, Most of the time it's because something that you went through, you had problems and struggles. So you could always tap into that. You can remember like where you came from, the pain that you felt, and you know that your clients are out there feeling that same pain. And that could give you the little extra boost that you need to yeah. keep going farther and farther. It could be your kids. It could be you want to leave a legacy. But it, the point is, is it's something that you must do every single day because out in this world, there there is a lot of negativity. There is a lot of positivity. And like you said, it's easy for us impasse to tune into the negativity and allow that to become a roadblock when it doesn't need to be. Exactly. And I think that's the one thing that we were having a conversation the other day about how when we're talking on the podcast, how we agree with each other so much. There's no debate because we have the same mindset, really. Like there's no debate. And I feel like the big thing that I would say is when we are completely confident, which nobody's gonna be 100%, but when we're confident in what we're doing, it's almost gonna be all that noise that's beside us on either end, because you're gonna get it. It's not even gonna matter. It's just gonna roll off your shoulders and you're just gonna be like, okay, people have their thoughts and everyone you could you could be a nun and like a saint and still get talked about like that's going to happen people are going to have negative um thoughts against you because you're going to think you're doing something in the way that you know it's not in the right light or it shouldn't be done this way or that way but like that's going to happen no matter who you are but i think when we get so focused on our why and really believing in ourselves you're not going to tune into the frequency of what other people are thinking. That's just what's going to happen because it's all frequency. It's like, what dial am I going to turn into right now? You know, and if I'm on the frequency of my mission, I'm not even going to pay attention to the other channel of what's happening around me. That's not positive. Right. So we have two key pieces there. So it's like one accepting that if you're doing something great, if you're putting yourself out there, there are going to be people that don't believe yeah. in it that are negative. So just accept that and move on. Two, uh, it's like a radio station, it's like a TV channel. Like you could decide to put it on whatever channel you want, whatever yeah. radio station. You could decide to tune into whatever frequencies you want to. And you don't have to tune in to the people that are doubting you. You could just change it, change your mind, change your intention, change your focus, and start to focus in on the people that are sending you positive energy. And a big thing, what you can do with that is you could simply journal it. You could write down, you could just sit there and think about who are all the people that support me, that bring me good energy, that really believe in who I am and start journaling that. And that could be a thing that could really help you to get clear with what you're doing. Exactly. And then if you're finding that you're absorbing the energy of other people, like whether it's they're actually sharing what they're thinking about you or you're feeling it, go into detail like, okay, what do I think I'm feeling right now like is there an insecurity attached to that you know if someone thinks of you as a, in a certain light and you're feeling that think back to that like why is this affecting me 
there has to be some sort of thing that's unconsciously in you that you have a doubt about. And I feel like that's a big thing. So that's a big thing too, is like whatever triggers you on the outside, yeah. it's saying more, more things about you than it is other people. And other people are gonna feel what they're gonna feel no matter what, and you have a choice to tune into that or not. One of the books that I've been reading lately, and I have like one more chapter left, is The Greatest Secret. And we both have read The Secret, which is a good book. But The Greatest Secret kind of talks about the awareness and what's within us and how it shows up outside of ourselves. And I feel like that's a perfect example of what we were talking about when we go back to that awareness of what's in our subconscious mind and what's showing up on the outside. Exactly, because it's saying more about you than it is other people. Whatever triggers you, all those different energies you're feeling, if someone's triggering you, like start looking at them like it's a blessing. It's yeah. a blessing, it's like they're holding up a mirror showing you your unconscious beliefs that are not serving you anymore. So anytime anybody triggers you or if you're tuning into their negative energy they're sending to you, ask yourself the question, why is this triggering me? Where have, when have I experienced this same type of energy before? What is coming up inside of my thoughts and my energy and my consciousness right now as all of this is going on? I think that's a powerful thing to do is to sit with the emotions. Instead yeah. of trying to shove all of them back down into the surface and acting like they're not there, just sit with them, feel them. One of the things I like doing is I love going on long walks and that helps me to process all of my emotions. Because it's like as you're walking and you're moving in rhythm and your arms are moving, you start to get in this rhythm to where you allow insight to come into your energy. You allow your energy to start moving. You allow clarity to start coming up instead of your consciousness. And a lot of times when I'm on my walks, I start to see what I was just talking about. I start to see, wait, this is why this person triggered me last week. Mm -hmm. It's because in third grade this happened and then this happened and then this happened and you start to see all these connections in your life and I think that's a power the power of awareness is when you start to see all of the connections not only today but looking back in your past and your past history because I believe that your past history is a huge indicator of why you're experiencing a lot of the things you're experiencing today I totally believe that and I feel like that's come up too when we talk about coaching also, like when you're working with people, like there's patterns that come up from the past. And it's funny because the stuff that can come up could be linked to your eight-year-old self where you had this situation that came up and it stayed with you. But taking the time to move through that is so important. And I, I never really believed in the power of walking minus like the exercise piece. Like when people said, oh, I'm gonna go for a walk. I never really knew what it could do for you until I started doing it. After after you shared your insights, I'm like, okay, I gotta go for a walk. And also like being disconnected sometimes from technology when you're going on a walk. Sometimes I'll listen to meditation or a um, motivational video, audio, and other times music, and then other times I won't do anything. And it's just like you're saying, and I know that you go in the morning, like really early in the morning, so you don't have to deal with anyone around you. You could walk and think clearly. Yeah, and that's another that's another powerful way too, is to get up early before anybody else is. Yeah. Especially if you're empathic because it's so quiet outside that you could really hear your own energy. So instead of focusing on all the energy around you, which a lot of us, a lot of us empaths, we often do, because we're so sensitive to it. Now it's so quiet all around us that now for the first time, 
that day, we can feel our own energy. We can sense our own emotions. And that's one of the most powerful ways that I process all of the energies yeah. that I'm constantly bringing into my life. Yeah, I like that idea. And that's actually how you don't absorb it. So automatically, it's going to hit you. You're going to feel different things throughout your life. That's just going to be a natural thing. But there's going to be moments where if it does hit you in, in the way of it gets in your head and you start to feel it, um, feel it in your heart, but then also you start to overthink. That's when you need to think, okay, let me go back to any memories that connect to this. Like, why is this trigger me? This is, why is this causing me to, you know, be ruffled? You know, why, why is this coming up like this? And then with the absorption, it's almost like when you do take that walk or you do take that time to be aware of it, that's when it, it dissolves. So that's what it is. It's the awareness of just allowing it to come through, feel it, like you mentioned, and then letting it dissolve. Right, so you talked about it earlier, you said when you're confident in what you're doing, then you no longer start to uh, focus, like you don't focus as much yeah. on the doubters around you. So the more confident you become, the less you focus on all the people that are doubting you around you. So my question for you and for to help the audience here is, how do you become more confident in what you're doing? How did you become that, more confident hmm. as a psychic medium? Well, when it comes to mediumship, psychic medium stuff, um, I had to put in the work. I invested in myself. I signed up for courses, surrounded myself with other people in workshops, practice, um, got reviews, testimonials, that sort of thing, read the books, took the time to be with myself, and all these things accumulating made me feel credible because I knew that I was putting in the work and over 10,000 hours of doing the readings, doing the study, and not even just around mediumship or psychic development. It was around belief. Like I mentioned The Greatest Secret. That's one of the many books that I've read around mindset development. You know, like that's a big thing. But I feel like the most important thing was going back to what you said where you took the time to take a walk by yourself. Like if you don't have any quiet time, you're just gonna be jumping into life and jumping into your day and just showing up and picking up on all this energy but not really truly feeling what you believe about yourself. I also feel journaling is a big one. Um, a friend of mine bought the book, uh, You Can Heal Your Life by uh, Louise Hay and it's a companion book. That was like one of my first books that I really felt clear on getting out my beliefs about everything, every topic that you could think of. I love that book. I refer that to a lot of people. Awesome. So so if you're not doing the work, if you're not taking the courses, surrounding yourself around other people that are in your industry, continuously developing your mindset in ways like reading books and joining masterminds and yeah. just being around like-minded people that could bring you to a new level that, was a that could be that could me. be one of the main reasons why you're constantly or why you're feeling all of the negative energies more than you want to so just remember that formula to where it's like the more you develop yourself the more you develop your craft and you put in the time and the energy to uh, do personal development the less you'll start to feel all of the doubters around you all of the negative energy that is going to be around you. And I think another point, like I said earlier, is just to accept that if you're going after something great and you're doing something different, that there are going to be doubters. So just accept that fact. Don't think that you're gonna make everybody like you because 
that's what I thought for a while. I was trying to make everybody like me, um, you know, not even just in my business, but even in middle school, high school, all these different things. I was people pleasing. And what I realized over time and what you realize over time in your, in your regular life and it applies in your business too, is that not everybody will like you. So I think accepting that idea is a powerful, powerful process. That was the hardest thing for me. I feel like it's something that I've been working on, especially this year. But there's a quote that I'm probably going to end up butchering, but it's about um, if you, would you like to die with everyone liking you or, oh my God, I'm going to ruin this. I actually can't think of the quote. It's something about like, I'd rather die living in my truth and having people, people not like me than die trying to please everyone and living a life that wasn't true to me. You know, and I feel like that stuck with me like the past two years, especially because I've been standing more in my truth. And, and of course, with that, you're going to get resistance. You're going to get people falling away. But at the same time, you have to stay true to your heart. Yeah, that's so true. So that's another powerful process, too, is to to imagine yourself as as negative or um, sad as it sounds. Imagine yourself at the end of your life. Imagine yourself on your deathbed and, and just think about like, what if I didn't pursue this? I always talk to you, Lindsay, and we, I said it to you a couple of times where it's like, what if we don't pursue coaching and psychic mediumship and our masterminds and retreat? What would we do? Yeah. And we said, well, we'd be teachers. Well, what if we, what if we weren't teachers? And, and it's one of those things to where every time I ask you and I thought about it myself, we realized, no, this is exactly what we want to be doing at the end of our life if we would look back on our life, we would have, Lindsay and I, I know Lindsay, she knows me, we'd have so many different, we'd have so many regrets about not pursuing this. So yeah. think about your career, think about your industry on a daily basis. This isn't something you just do one time, but especially at those low points, think about what if I don't continue to move forward in this direction? And some of you, maybe you're not in the right career or business that your heart and soul wants you to do. So as you ask this question, you'll start to realize, wait, I'm not supposed to be, or I don't feel pulled to do this anymore. And those of you that are in alignment with who you are at the soul level, you'll just keep reaffirming, no, this is it. Like no matter what happens, no matter how low it gets, no matter how much energy, negativity I absorb from doing this process, because there is a price to pay whenever yeah. you're doing this process and following your soul and following that higher calling. There's a price to pay and the price is that not everybody's going to like you, but you'll find that it's worth it in the end because you're doing exactly what you came here to do. Yes, totally. I feel like this is something to think about. Think about what you're doing, what you're putting out into the world, and think about the resistance that you felt internally and then externally, have you let it stop you? So let's get back to what feels right for you and truly focus on your why and focus on getting your energy right so that you can really walk through all of those feelings and doubts and insecurities and energy that's coming at you. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.